Hey everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and over there is the Willow to my Mad Mardigan. Love it. Christopher. <laughs> Love it. You know what, Chris? I got about halfway through that movie, and I'm like, and I, I had to... Yeah. The new one. Okay. Well, it's a series. The, the, the new, new one's a show. You're yeah, right, you're right. Uh, I got to halfway through it, and I had to go to bed, because I'm like, man, I, got, I have to get some sleep. And uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to reach... I'm not going to finish it. I really just don't care. Doesn't, doesn't hold up well, you would say? I mean, not for me. Let's put it that way. Not for me. Um, it's just, it really needs about a half hour shaved out of the movie. <laughs> mm, that's it's probably two, not a fair, I, I'm sorry, that probably is a fair criticism. Is it two it's hours a two hour time? movie that really should probably be closer to an hour. Or not an hour, an hour and a half. It's probably one I can't show to Lizzie. Definitely not. Um, yeah, you could show it to you could show it to your oldest. We finished uh, Wednesday together, so there's there's a one straw in our hat, if you will. To be upfront, we are not including quarterback streamers moving forward in the playoff portion. What of, was it? Tight ends we weren't supposed to include. No, we just talked about tight ends. You never agreed to it, so we. Okay. <laughs> Once again, folks, communication being our strong point, <laughs> we are on point. I, I was very. Uh, let me put it this. Why don't we put it this I, way? I, I was. I was wait, it was very. It was left very, op very open ended. So I was like, I'm going to put a quarterback in here, and I'm not going to get caught with my pants down. Uh, my pants are firmly down around my ankles in a figurative sense. <laughs> oh, that's great stuff. Uh, but I could also pull one out of my rear end on the fly. Wait, no, no, no. Well, technically, you can have one of mine. My sleeper is a quarterback. So, so is mine. Oh, so you went double barreled. Gross. And triple barreled and, and quintuple <laughs> barreled. <laughs> All right. So te technically it would be sex tuple barreled for my wide receivers. But anyways, Weird. that's six. Yeah, I know. Okay. Let us elaborate on the news. How about that? Uh, before that, Chris, oh, we don't yeah. have any teams on by this week. Oh, good. Call. But we good do call. have some Saturday games. Yeah, it's a very good call, actually. We've got the Colts, it. Vikings, Ravens, Browns, and Dolphins, Bills in that order, starting at noon and probably like 3, 3.30, <laughs> and, you know, like a, they're probably doing like 7.20 or whatever Sunday night football starts. All right, on to the news, folks. Um, got it in positional uh, order tonight. Okay. Uh, Test confirmed that Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray did, in fact, suffer a season-ending torn ACL on the third play of Monday night's game. Oh, wow, I didn't realize it was the third play. Uh -huh. game, game versus the Patriots. Uh, just just a killer, man. Lamar Jackson with a knee injury has been ruled out for week 15. Uh -huh. uh, Baltimore versus whomever. Uh, Denver Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson. Nobody cares, but uh, concussion protocol will be limited in practice on Thursday after he was held out on Wednesday. Mr. So. Limited. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Kyler will be back in eight months, says Docs. Yeah, exactly. Uh... Um, Probably more than that, but nobody cares about Russ as far as maybe not playing him, but exactly. But his, his offensive but pieces his, took the word. They, right they care about him. Yep, 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 yep. What am uh, I going to talk about later? Maybe a couple of them. Oh boy, Mr. J G Udy, as I like to call him, because he spells his name weird, and I'm weird. Bears head coach Matt Eberflus told reporters that quarterback Justin Fields is sick and will not practice today. I think that's a Wednesday update. Bears are calling him day-to-day. -day. So that was news to me as I had just slotted him into my starting lineup over... Goff? 
So maybe we'll have an asking for a friend later on that. Um, this is pointless news because it's about Brock Purdy. Whoops. <laughs> he has an injured oblique. Apparently he is immortal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Apparently he's fine. Uh, Saquon Barkley with a neck injury gets in a full practice on Wednesday. Little tidbit here. New York Giants head coach Brian Dable said that running back Saquon Barkley, neck, will not have any restrictions placed on him in week 15 against the Washington Commanders on Sunday night. So that's good The news. restrictions for Saquon Barkley are the defense he's going up against. Okay. I like that. like it. I'm actually sitting him in, in one league in the playoffs, mind you. Really? Uh, I, uh, Can what? Get her expound upon that, like your options uh, in lieu of Saquon. Oh, yeah, to ask. Um, I, I don't, I don't have them on top of my head, so that's fine. That's fine. Just we keep can going. bring it up later while we're talking. But for real, I am starts. Uh, where were we? Miami Dolphins running back Jeff Wilson Jr. with a hip injury is officially listed as questionable for the Week 15 matchup against the Buffalo Bills. He was able to get in a limited practice session on Thursday, but continues to deal with hip discomfort. Limited. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't have RBs this week, but Mostert. I think I might have an asking for a friend, including him, later. Ramondre Stevenson. This is not good news. Ramondre Stevenson ankle did not practice in Thursday's practice. I get the impression he's trending out. Um, uh-huh. Um, yeah. I Actually, to, to do an update on that, I was going to sit hip, sit Saquon, but now Ramondre is sounding like he's not going to play in a good matchup. So it's oh, he was one be... of the options that you had in there over Saquon. Uh, him and Sa Saquon, and or I had Ramondre Stevenson and J.K. Dobbins, and Dobbins in a great matchup this week we against might the Browns. Talk a little bit about Mr. Dobbins later in the show. I would hope uh, so. It's a great yeah, matchup. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, not a little worried about Ramondre. Doc says Purdy injury was an oblique contusion, I believe. Oh, just a bruise. Primary concern was rib fracture, but ruled that out. So he's good, which, of course, he's playing right now. So, duh, but it's good for uh, next week talk, if you will. Aaron Jones, Shin, back at practice Tuesday. Okay. Is that a Saturday game, Josh? Did you say that? No. So, Okay. Well, that's a little weird. Maybe we should, I'll get a quick look. The Packers were off last week. That's why they're having a Tuesday uh, practice. Thank you, sir. I get the impression he's probably going to be okay. I could look into it later if we see fit. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan told reporters that he expects wide receiver Debo Samuel to return from his knee and ankle injuries in around three weeks. So no. you're screwed if you have him in fantasy football. I mean, maybe championship game, depending on your league settings. And that would be like week 18, though. Even then, I feel like Ayuk uh, has been playing well. I mean, Purdy's playing well. Ayuk's, I don't know who caught the touchdown tonight. He's been okay. Kittle. Yeah, and Kittle there is there too. He's there. <laughs> Blocking. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Catching the <laughs> touchdown. Oh, did he catch the touchdown tonight? I there you just go. Said that. There you go, Dr. Twice Schumer. already, actually. Oh, my bad. I talk a lot when I do the news because that's what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed to, like, <laughs> throw it at people with, their, with your mind. <laughs> my, my, Why would you my, talk? You just project it with your mind that would go much quicker although my mind is pretty slow didn't Miami Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill with an ankle uh, was listed as a full participant in the team's walk through practice on Wednesday he came back in the game he's probably gonna be fine 
Chiefs are activating the 21-day practice window for wide receiver Mecole Hardman. Per source, Hardman was on IR with an abdom abdomen. I can't talk tonight. Abdomen. Abdomen injury. But is abdomen. Thank you. God bless it. Abdomen injury, but is healthy enough to practice for whatever that's worth. Um, Sean McVay does not envision Cup playing again in 2022, if that wasn't painfully obvious beforehand. Las Vegas designates Renfro and Waller to return from IR. I, I mean, picked up Darren Waller in my work league, the one where I was trying to sit uh, Saquon, uh, yeah. just in case I make it past this week. And I, I just now, have say a, that. now I have another uh, a pretty good tight end. They've been out a long time, so you would hope, you know, rested at least. I would hope that Waller is rusty. 100% healthy. Exactly. Healthy, but rusty, perhaps. I'll put it that way. Uh, loss, oops. Uh, the Eagles have designated more uh, tight end IR news. The Eagles have designated tight end da Dallas Goddard to return from IR. Hmm. Okay. Designate but not activate. Difference. Yes. Goddard, activate. All right. Well, I've been the one that's talking, Josh. You are up first with your fave five receiver of the week. I got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen uh, this week. Mike Williams, he was great against the Dolphins last week. And Keenan Allen has been consistent, steady, and Keenan Allen since finally being a consistent, steady Keenan Allen presence for the Chargers. Um, Allen has averaged just uh, shy of five and a, fifth, 15 and a half points per game uh, in the last three weeks, which is pretty much since he came back from injury. 15 and a half points per game. Consistent, steady, Keenan Allen. Mike Williams lit up the the fins on Sunday Night Football for twenty point six points. Uh, nice. That was last week. Um, those two get the luxury of playing the Titans this week. The Titans, who are allowing the most points per game to wide receivers, they are the very same Titans who allowed a seventeen point seven point and a whopping thirty three point seven points to Zay Jones and Evan Ingram, respectively. Jeez, that was last week. Perhaps Chris is going to nominate Gerald Everett in the tight end segment, who is going up against the uh, the, the Titans this week. But I'm going to go with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen being the breadwinners for the Chargers receiving game this week. Gerald Everett? Nice. No? Uh, no, I don't think I include him. He's probably too oh. highly rostered. But uh, mm. that's fine. My... Um... Uh, to be clear, uh, with my fave five this week at the running back position, uh, generally we like to call it low-hanging fruit uh, throughout the weeks, uh, throughout the season. But, uh, you know, it's playoff time. I think your your choices are a little more narrowed down. There's less teams, less fantasy teams actually playing. And uh, so I'm going to include a couple of higher-end guys, if you will, such as one, Austin Eckler versus the Tennessee Titans. All right, let's get a couple things out of the way here. First off, Eckler is a must-start every week. He is the RB1 on the season. Secondly, the Titans are not a good matchup for RBs. In fact, they are a downright bad matchup. One of the worst, actually. But I wanted to give fantasy managers a closer look so they can have the appropriate amount of expectations in the all-important first round of the playoffs. Eckler is a locked-in RB1 this week. In fact, a high-end RB1 for me because he's uh, more receiver than he is running back. There you go. And we all understand that. He is on pace to break CMC's running back receptions record of 116. 
Eckler is currently, oh, I'm sorry, Eckler currently has 93 catches on the season. The Titans are third best in both, third best, let me be clear, in both fantasy points per game given up to RBs and rushing yards surrendered on the season. But Which they have given up. The, the third fewest. Yes, 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 okay. to be clear. Yes, third fewest rushing yards surrendered. But they have given up 80 catches to the running back on the season, which is second worst. They have been decent the last two weeks in that department, giving up only three RB catches last week and six the week before. But that was versus the Eagles and Jags, two teams that are mm -hmm. apparently allergic to running back receptions. The Chargers are obviously a team that loves to throw to the running back, even in a, a, a post uh, Philip Rivers era. And their offense is back to full strength, as Josh just touched on a moment ago. Uh, uh, with a 47.5 point over under, and the Chargers favored by three, I expect many receptions and a few scoring opportunities for the best receiving back in the league. And I'm going to call him a high-end RB1 this week. 15. On to you, sir. I feel like there's should be some tempered expectations about Austin Eckler. He has not been running the ball rather well recently. If memory serves correct, don't quote me on that. I think he'll um, catch 10 balls easy. He may probably get a There's touchdown. a possibility of that, or there's a possibility that he could just push the ball down the field too. And I just, I don't know. I feel like maybe you should, like, it's a bad week in the first week of the playoffs for all these star running backs. Eckler's one of them. Um, you, you made the very good point about his receiving work, which is probably what's going to work for him but that he's gonna have to get that done first but like um nick chubb has a bad uh matchup this week um joe mixon does as well um there's a couple others that i'm forget that i'm forgetting but there's like all these like stuttering and backs, it, bad speaking uh jonathan taylor kind of has a bad matchup we'll talk about him a little bit later Vikings. um sort of ish yeah that's a good way to put it sort of ish that's <laughs> well said. <laughs> I like when somebody says well said when it's literally not a word. <laughs> well no, but said, I, you, but well I said agree. you wrote the fence and made up a word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Doc. Uh, CMC is probably the clear cut RB1 for the week, uh, to be clear on that statement. Didn't include him for that reason. Oh, that needs playing right now. And we do our show on Thursday night. Yeah, I, I'm just, I, like I'm tr I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do all the matchups in my head, and I'm like, I sure, of course. But to be clear, I'm still uh, uh, me and Josh differ a little bit. I'm still Eckler top five guy this week at his position. Hmm. Okay, that sounds like you want to make a bet, Chris. You still yes. be twenty dollars from last week. How about a drink? Like we used to do Snickers ice cream bars. Now it's like I'll buy you a drink, but you tried to pull out twenty bucks out of your ass last week. Hey I was man, like, hey man, you owe me twenty broke, bucks for man. last week. That's, that's all I know. That's not true. <laughs> he lies. All right, on to the next one. You bet me twenty dollars. You lost the bet. I did. You not owe me twenty dollars. Welcher, bet Welcher. <laughs> I didn't bet you a darn thing. By darn, you actually I mean, did, and you lost. No, I didn't. Anyways. I did not. My next guy is Jerry Judy versus Arizona. Cortland Sutton, no problem. Uh, I don't think you talked about Cortland Sutton. Oh, is he back? But no, I don't think so. Okay. He's very up in the air. Well, nobody cares lately. Is <laughs> apparently the, the issue with that. Actually, Jerry Judy was having a very good game last week, even after yeah, Russell dude, Wilson. He was like the. Gosh, out. I think anyways, he was a top five wide receiver. Continue, yeah. please. 
Um, Jerry Duty, uh, last week, as I mentioned, he was targeted nine times, caught eight of those for 73 yards and three touchdowns. I believe one of those touchdowns came from Brett Ripien after <laughs> Russell Wilson. Ripien? Anyways, um, left the game due to a concussion. It didn't look good for Russ. Um, if Russ is unable to cook this week versus Arizona, I'm definitely going to be lowering my expectations on Jerry Judy against the Cards. While the Cards may be giving up the 11th fewest points to wide receivers, um, if Sutton doesn't play, it's it's going to be the Jerry Judy Greg Dulcich show. Even if Sutton or even if Sutton does play, he might still be a little hobbled from his hamstring injury, which definitely can limit wide receiver production. Um, if Sutton comes back fully healthy, I'm still not too scared of uh, how much he eats into the production of Jerry Judy. He's been kind of the target leader for the Broncos this year. Um, obviously, Judy has missed a game, and I think or Sutton has missed a game. Hand, Overall, it's few, been it's been Russell Wilson targeting Jerry Judy. You know, now there's not that's not saying a whole lot considering that Russell Wilson has not been cooking up very tasty gourmet meals. It's more like he's cooking up like you know army field rations, which, and I don't even know, man. Have you ever had an army field ration as of late? They're pretty good. Anyways, um, <laughs> no, I haven't. But continue. Oh no, no, seriously, they're they're actually pretty good. Um. Anyways, I like I said, I'm still not uh, still too scared about Sutton, even if he does come back. And you know what I'm saying? Judy should, Judy should be a nice flex play slash low-end wide receiver, too, for you in the playoffs this week. So if he's on your team, I would recommend starting him. Okay, on to my second Fave 5 RB of the week. Again, I put these in somewhat of a uh, order as far as ranking. Isaiah Pacheco versus the Texans. Despite sharing snaps, I knew you were going to go after oh, this. Oh yeah, one. man! I'm just I will I will wring this well out until it's dry. No, it's a good matchup. <laughs> it is. It Pacheco's is. Been, okay, I don't remember how he did last week, but he's. But we'll, before, we'll get to it here in a second. Before, okay, trying. yes, please tell me because I don't remember. Uh, despite sharing snaps with uh, Jarek McKinnon, who was the RB one last week with 28.9 points and a half point PPR, this will was be it a, really. Yeah, he was like a top five player at any position, I think, huh. uh, depending on lead format, of course. Uh, but half point, he was the RB1. Uh, but this will be a game plan and game script game that I, as Isaiah Pacheco can take full advantage of. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Pacheco has a similar game in terms of fantasy points this week. Watch it be Ronald Jones. <laughs> Is he back? <laughs> He's like, I don't know, but watch. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. No, uh, again, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Pacheco has a similar game to McKinnon only in terms of fantasy points scored. But let me continue. Pacheco has been on fire lately. No, he's not scoring 20 or 30 fantasy points per game, but he has been very efficient and as you should, is as good as it gets for a Chiefs starting running back. He's averaging 16 carries per game and five yards per carry over the last five weeks. And while he only has two rushing touchdowns in that time frame, he did bring in all three of his targets last week in the same game where McKinnon had nine targets. But that was versus Denver. The game plan versus the Texans will be run heavy, like it is every week versus the Texans. The Texans are dead last in fantasy points per game allowed to running backs and dead last in rushing yards surrendered and just gave up 25 carries for 104 yards and two touchdowns on the ground to the Dallas duo of backs. Considering the matchup doesn't get better for RBs and the most likely game plan for the Chiefs, I like Pacheco as a mid-range RB1 this week. Cool. Next up is Garrett Wilson. 
Um, we'll see if Mike White is able to come back in this juicy matchup. And I believe you talked about Mike White and Newsy. They're calling you out on that one, too. Whoops. Um, Was he hurt? Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. I'll look yeah, um, Even if it's Joe Flacco, I will give you an update on him in just a second. Um, if it, yeah, that's right. But if it's it. Joe Flacco, which I have no reason to see why it won't be. A uh, quick side note here that the... Um, Jets seem to have pretty much given up on Zach Wilson, even though they just upgraded him to QB2 on the depth chart. Um, but I think that was before the news of Mike Will- Mike White being uh, more or less a guarantee to be out there. It's uh, looking like Sunday. that, but I can touch on that when you're done talking. Go ahead. I believe he has some bruised or broken ribs or, yeah, something with a torso injury. Uh, damn it! Why do you put me on the spot like this, Chris? Um, <laughs> no, I... <laughs> but I can't say I blame the, the Jets for giving up on Zach Wilson. He's, I mean, maybe he'll have he'll grow get some maturity between now and the beginning of next season. But man, I don't know. Like Zach Wilson, just for a I'm kid not... who looked uber talented coming out of college, like. He is just like uh, just the slight sign of pressure, and he just freaks out and just mentally collapses. Yeah. Um. For now, let's assume that I have it. For now, let's assume that it's Joe Flacco. Given the news today, that sounds like Mike Mike White is going to be the uh, starter this week. Um. Flacco began the season targeting Garrett Wilson eight, fourteen, eleven, and six times. I believe that uh, Flacco started the first four weeks, so that's that. Was about that. Right. Had some pretty good opportunities during that span. Wilson was taking his six and a half yards per target and turning it into 9.56 yards per reception. So a little bit of yak there. Pretty good for a rookie. Pretty good, especially at the very start of his rookie season, too. Over the last three weeks, though, Garrett Wilson is averaging 17.4 yards per reception. The Lions, of course, they are giving up 33.7 points per game to wide receivers. And when you factor in that, I'm not, I'm not really sure how much Corey Davis and Elijah Moore really going to like matter because it seems to be the Garrett Wilson show in, in New York. Um, I mean, there's going to be the running backs catching some balls there too, but I like Garrett Wilson being a nice wide receiver too this week. And maybe, maybe even a little wide receiver one. I love him and another guy that we'll be talking about here in a minute, Chris. Like it, like it. On to my third RB of the evening for my fave five. May I remind folks again, a little bit of low hanging fruits here going in order, descending down the RB1, RB2, or, you know, flex rankings. Jonathan Taylor versus the Vikings. So let's talk about JT's matchup first. The Vikings yeah. are pretty bad on defense. Awful, actually, in particular versus the pass where they rank dead last in passing yard is surrendered. Sixth worst in fantasy points per game given up to the QB position, and second worst versus wide receivers. They're middle of the pack, aka 15th worst in fantasy points per game given up to RBs, and 17th worst in rushing yards surrendered. So clearly, one should attack the Vikings through the air, which is exactly what has been happening weekly on a weekly basis. Outside of Dallas in week 11, where Zeke and Pollard went off for 30 carries, 122 yards, and two touchdowns. And weeks two and three versus the Eagles and Lions, respectively. The Vikings have been quite solid versus RBs. But they do, however, allow the fifth most receptions and fifth most receiving yards to the running back position. 
Now let's talk about JT and his usage. Since Jeff Saturday took over in week 10, Taylor Jeff. has averaged... What's that? Said Jeff. Jeff. Uh, so taking over week 10, Taylor has averaged 24 touches per game, whereas beforehand he had only hit that mark twice in weeks one and weeks three, which seems like an eon ago, right? Hmm. Uh, it, obviously injury baked in there. He missed some games. Saturday... Um, I feel like I was talking about the day there for a second. Saturday has more of a run-heavy approach, and JT is fresh off of a bye week and should be well-rested. He also has four targets in his last three games, meaning four in each game. So since Taylor's usage has seen an uptick under Saturday, he is more capable of exploiting the Vikings through the air. He is well-rested, and quite frankly, the Colts' passing attack is underwhelming. I expect, whether it's a pass or run-heavy approach, that JT will be heavily involved and sits as a low-end RB1 for me this week. What do you think, Colts fan? <laughs> yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, I don't know if I call it low-hanging fruit. You know, I think you're... I Maybe just down, I, down, down playing your, your, your I appreciate choice that. there. I just want you know? to, you know, that descending order that just given playoff folks, because if you're a playoff team, generally you have a good roster and generally you're having to make some tough decisions. Hey, go back to your Saquon Barkley decision. I mean, nobody would have thought that, but you start talking about matchups. Oh, that was and, another running back with a really bad yeah. matchup, Saquon. It's fair, fair. Yep. That's, that's exactly what I'm getting at is people need choices this weekend. I don't want to not touch on the RB1s and the RB2s of the week. Okay. Um, Terry McLaurin, my next guy. I believe I talked about Mr. McLaurin two weeks ago. Uh, in that same game, the Commanders f happened to be facing the same opponent that they're facing this week. They're actually doing back-to-back matchups against the New York Giants. How is it two weeks just part and it's back-to-back matchups? The commanders were on by last week, and so therefore they're doing back-to-back matchups versus the New York Giants. Uh, in that game, McLaurin caught eight of his twelve targets for 105 yards and a touchdown. I'm not going. I'm not sitting here claiming that he's going to replicate that stat line or fantasy score exactly, but I think that McLaurin once again could be a good start for y'all, um, especially for those trying to advance to the next round of the playoffs. The Giants who started out as a really solid defensive unit this year, has really kind of shown their true colors in the second half of the season. Um, they're giving up at least 64 receiving yards and a touchdown to both A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So Terry shouldn't seem all that scary for you this week. Love it. Love it. All right. On to uh, my my fourth, a.k.a. second to last, uh, Fave 5 RB of Week 15. We've got J.K. Dobbins versus the Cleveland Browns. First off, the Ravens might be forced to lean heavily on the running backs due to having to start either Tyler Huntley at quarterback or the rookie from Oregon, Anthony Huntley. Brown. So it's Huntley. Uh, it's it's leaning Huntley, to be fair, to be clear. Did Last you say Lamar was Jackson the, was out already? Yes, yes, I did in the, in the in the news. Lamar Jackson is confirmed as out for Week 15. So it's Tyler Huntley. Huntley's confirmed out. I'll touch on that real quick when I finish my no, matchup. No, you said Lamar Jackson's already out, ruled out. So it's Tyler Huntley. Huntley is also it's, ruled out. No, um, Huntley's going to be the starter. Oh, so it's Huntley. I completely misunderstood what you said there. Uh, it may not be a guarantee with Huntley. 
to be clear, he I think it might be concussion. Uh, it's trending he is in, but it's not You're clear concussion. yet. What's that? No, I'm not. <laughs> so Anthony Brown or Tyler Huntley. Last week was the first time both Gus and Dobbins were healthy in the same game all year. And Dobbins held the slight edge in snap percent and carries, with Dobbins getting 43% of snaps and 15 attempts, Gus getting 34% of snaps and 13 attempts. Dobbins had an 8 yards per carry average. Gus, nothing to sneeze at, had a 5.08 uh, yards per carry average. And Dobbins scored. I think it's something like his second best career game ever or something. Yeah. Uh, let me continue. Chris, can I have, I have a, I need to interrupt you for a second. Sure, sure. Were, were uh, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins ever on the field at the same time last week? Last week or last year? Did you last week. Oh, uh, you know what I meant. <laughs> Both no, healthy. I'm asking a legit question. Were they no ever idea. on the field at the same time? I have no idea. So what, what you're saying is is that that J.K. Dobbins could actually be Gus Edwards in, dis in disguise. <laughs> I am Batman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was I am J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> that was a bad Bruce Wayne reference. I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm working with not a lot here, but let's go on. Again, eight yards per carry for Dobbins, and he scored. Uh, over Gus's 5.08 yards per carry. Furthermore, a good reason to lean on the backs is Cleveland has struggled versus running backs. They're allowing the seventh most rushing yards to the RB position, along with the third highest yards per carry, and the second most touchdowns to the position. And to top it off, Dobbins has scored three times in only two career games versus the Browns. I like Dobbins as a mid-range RB2 this week. I'm a, so, I like him a little bit more than that, but okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm excited about him, and I also need him uh, with uh, Ramondre, uh, most likely being mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. I hope Ramondre bounces back so I can sit Saquon, but that's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath. Or do, I don't care. I hold my breath right now. I'm so back to my, my last running back of the I'm going to get to my last guy holding my breath. That doesn't Christian work. Watson. You, can't, you can't talk and hold your breath. It's impossible. This might be a Bold call. Maybe it's not. Who was Damn it. Okay, I'm done. Um, okay, uh, Christian Watson is, nice. is my last like guy. This might be a bold call. Maybe it's not. Um, last week on Thursday Night Football, the Rams held the Raiders passing game largely in check, specifically Devontae Adams, who had only three receptions oh, for fair. 71 yards. Fair. But the week before, the Rams gave up over 125 yards and a touchdown to both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. In week 12, the Rams gave up 320 passing yards to Mahomes, who just spread the ball like butter around the field. Like butter. Uh, he, th he threw it a 10. He had a completion of 10 different players. Um, and the Rams, D is just not as prolific this year as it was last year, even in years of yore. I'm starting Christian Watson wherever I can. Pack the four games before the Packers bye last week. Watson was averaging 22.9 fantasy points per game. That is some definite wide receiver one territory right there. Not only is this a better matchup than one night thing, but in week 16, the Packers are playing at Miami week 17 at, uh, versus Minnesota and Lambeau and week oh, 18. Nice. Don't, don't, don't play week 18, but right, if you do right, right. Detroit. So oh, Christian man. Watson is going to go down as a 2022 league winner. Is this more or less a death knell for uh, uh, Alan Lazard also? Yeah, Alan Lazard is the never was this year that everyone uh, was trying to make him out to be. I know. I have to start him in Dynasty. 
it's like him or Terrace Marshall or Gallup. Honestly, it's it's bleak. I told you I'm not gonna win. <laughs> yeah. I, so honestly, I ho I hope you. I'm I'm rooting for you so I can play you next week. Uh, so you're gonna win the championship? Or we have two week matchups? No, we must not. The first no, round is one week. Because we do it right. The first round is one week. The championship is two weeks. Dynasty. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, dude. Now there is a bye week this week for me, myself, oh, and the second place person. That's right. Because we play it right. Because six teams make it. There's math there. Okay, math is not fun. Let's go on to my last round. Math is fun. Evening. You just don't like math. You don't respect math, but math is fun. Right, I don't. Um, my last Fave 5 running back of the evening is one Zonovan Bam McKnight. Ooh, I'm going to give you some pushback on this, but go ahead. Oh, yeah? Well, go yeah. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. A little bit of uh, fun facts here about his nickname. Similar to the cartoon Bam Bam from the Flintstones, the little kid from Flintstones, uh, quote from uh, Zonovan himself, I was banging on the toys, Knight said. And as my uncle walked in, he said, that's all you hear is bam, 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 bam. And it just kind of stuck after that. Can you remember another running back with the same nickname? No. No? Bam Morris. Of the, no idea uh, who that is. Bam Morris of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And briefly, very briefly, the Bears. And a little bit more Kansas City towards the end of his career. Big guy. Big running back. Number 33. Okay. All right. Bam, not Morris, uh, Bam Knight, is the clear-cut lead RB in uh, New York after last week versus the Bills in uh, Carter's return. Uh, typo, my apologies. Uh, Bills in Carter's return. Uh, his top line where Carter was limited to five carries. Now, Carter did have the advantage in targets with six, but that's exactly what we expected. And it's not like Knight wasn't used out of the backfield at all. He saw two targets, of which he caught both. Knight also proved his bandwagoners right as he performed well versus a much tougher Bills defense as opposed to his previous two matchups versus yeah. the Bears and Vikings. The undrafted rookie now has gained 298 total yards on 56 touches for a 5.32 yards per touch average and caught all of his targets in the process in the last three games. This week, he gets the red-hot Detroit Lions that have actually turned their defense around somewhat, at least versus RBs. I bring this up to temper the expectations a little, though I still see Knight as a solid start for many playoff teams uh, that will be relying upon him this week. The Lions are allowing only 80 total yards per game to RBs in the last seven weeks, which would be mm -hmm. a league best for a full season, if it were a full season. Mm -hmm. Neither Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Saquon, nor Dalvin Cook have topped over 45 total yards against them. And the Lions have only seeded three scores to the position in that same seven-game span. But because of Knight's ascension to the top of the depth chart and his usefulness to the Jets' offensive game plan, which tends to be run-heavy, I see him as a fine start this week. But because of the improved Lions defense, in particular versus the running back position, I have to rank Bam as a low-end RB2 slash high-end flex this week. Okay. I can get down with all of that, Chris. I love it. Love it. Nice. Um, would you do Bam Knight or Saquon this week? I'm sorry, who's Saquon versus again? The Commanders. 
I'd probably give the name value to Saquon. I know Joe name M value what means about Joe jack Mixon? shit in week 15, but say that again. Joe Mixon. I believe he's playing the Buccaneers. I think I'd probably go Mixon. I know they're probably a great matchup. I just, that team's struggling on at least the offensive side of the ball. I know that doesn't necessarily help Mixon. I just think that. Who the Bengals? No, Buccaneers. Oh. Okay, okay. Buccaneers offense struggling, therefore I think with them not putting up a ton of points like they kind of used to in the last couple of years, I think you can establish the run against them and be patient with the run, which would favor Mixon. Okay. Okay. Um, Chris, you ready to do some tight ends? Oh, did you ready go first? To, That's right. Ready, ready, ready to plow through some tight ends? Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> My first guy is Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry and the Patriots get the Raiders this week. Um, early in this season, this would have been a, a, a matchup to salivate over. But in the last several weeks, the Raiders have only allowed Gerald Everett to top 50 receiving yards. And they haven't given up a tight end, uh, a, tight end a touchdown in that span. So Hunter, But Hunter Henry stands a chance to get it done. He gets work in the red zone. That's kind of what you're looking for out of your tight ends anyways. is a touchdown. So, you know. I think it's, I mean, it's short and sweet with Hunter Henry. You know, if you're streaming tight ends, why not? It's not Johnny Smith. The only problem is that Mac Jones is apparently terrible. So there's that. Fair. My first tight end stream of the evening is Greg Dulcich versus the Cardinals. Hey, that's one of my guys. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's why I was asking earlier. I know, I know. I used Dulcich last week. And my next guy might be very familiar to actually it will be my next next guy because I forgot to update that note uh, might be very familiar also. So Dulcich I used last week. Uh, I will include a anyway. Uh, Dulcich is an easy one, really. He gets the targets. Uh, I think Doc made a comment in chat earlier about his usage percentage. He gets the targets. He's averaging 5.6 targets per game since their week nine bye, and has had eight targets in each of his last two games. And while he had an underwhelming performance last week, scoring only 5.7 points, he was still a tight end one, being the tight end 12 on the week. That's how bad tight ends are. I know, but he did so without Fucking a touchdown. Miserable. But he did so without a touchdown. The point being, his usage has been great, and he is not a, tight, a touchdown dependent tight end. And two weeks ago, the other eight target game I mentioned, he was the tight end four with 11.5 points. And you guessed it, no touchdown. One might say he's due to score actually this week, especially in a premium matchup for tight ends, which is exactly what he gets this week. Uh, probably don't need to beat this uh, dead horse to further death, but the Cardinals are a matchup to target for tight ends as they are the worst in terms of fantasy points per game given up. And they continue to struggle as they just gave up three for 70 to the Patriots Hunter Henry last week for those keeping score at home. I just talked about him. There you go. For those keeping <laughs> score at home, that is comfortably within tight end one performance with 8.5 half PPR points. And that's exactly how I feel about Dulcich this week. He should be a tight end one in this poopy tight end landscape this week in the most premium of tight end matchups. <laughs> nod, nod, I'm not, yes. I, I'm not making I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of like that's my making fun of face for tight ends. For tight ends. Like, it's funny because you, you was like a rotation. It was like a nod and a and a, and a shake of your head. It was like yow, yow around and around. Almost like you're drunk, but you're not. So I wish I was. Try harder. 
we believe in you um i really wish i was <laughs> that's a it's a school night i can't right um well said anyways uh my next guy is tyler conklin um this is my second of three maybe four jets in this uh this week um conklin should hope that joe flacco starts this week but it sounds like he's not going to um with the during the first four weeks with flacco under center conklin was averaging 8.43 points per game which made him roughly the tight end nine at that point which apparently the tight ends have gone down the pooper uh up the the crapper anyways um tight ends are not scoring as well as they were at the beginning of the year tight ends suck i hate tight ends so much anyways um even if mike white does play this week he has a which has a very good shot sounds like mike white is going to play barring some horrible setback detroit is giving up 11.4 points per game to tight ends or the fifth most so tyler conklin this is one of three juicy matchups in a row for tyler conklin so if you're looking to stream a tight end through the playoffs love it love it be here with my next tight end which is dawson knox versus the dolphins though knox is inconsistent he is coming off a nice game versus jets where he caught four of his seven targets for 41 yards and a score making him the tight end four on uh, last week the Dolphins are pretty bad versus tight ends, giving up an average of 6.1 receptions and 55 yards to positions, bad enough for eighth worst, excuse me, and have given up seven touchdowns. They did hold Kittle and Everett in check the last two weeks, but before that, were averaging at least 75 yards or a touchdown in the previous six games. In the spirit of you could do worse, I see Knox as a borderline tight end one this week sure i mean whatever exactly exactly keep shooting your darts homie you could have said you could have said anyone if you just said austin hooper i'm like all right let's let's draw the line here if you'd have said mike a sec he's like no 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 we'll just oh, like, well, maybe pretty, like well he's playing awful. right now okay um right, right. if you had to send jordan brevin i'm like no 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 but anyone other than those three Knox fine, is a whatever. fine option. Knox is a fine option. I love I love the darts throwing analogy that we often use for tight ends and streaming quarterbacks, but it's pretty much what it is with I also, tight ends. I also like, man. It's I not also even like, I don't even think it is with quarterbacks. I think you can kind of look at the matchups and be like, this is a good matchup for quarterbacks. It's worse, blah, blah, it's worse blah. for sure. Yeah. And for tight ends, it could be the greatest matchup in the world for tight ends, and they score you two points. And you, you, you want to go and you want to go. I also like it like to liken it to a shooter in basketball. Shooter shoot, man. You got to keep shooting. You don't don't get discouraged. You gotta keep shooting. You gotta put somebody in your lineup for God's sakes. All right, Russell Westbrook. You just keep rolling with that philosophy. He's played all right this year, being the giant NBA fan that I am. You mean you mean the Lakers sixth man? He's not coming off the bench. I don't, I don't know. He was at one point. <laughs> Last Anyways. Year. Anyway. And by at one point, I mean at some point in his career he was. Pretty That's sure fair. it was last That's year. I think it was last year. Anyways, uh, my quarterback streamer of the week is Mike White. Yes, it's the third one. It's the third Jets player. Um, it is wheels up. See what I did there to Chris? Yeah. On White, Wilson, the Garrett Wilson, that is, and Tyler Conklin. Not so much for the run game if you're streaming. I mean, I'm just sorry. I'm, I'm a little down on, on Bam. 
night this week. Um, uh, anyways, uh, Mike White could be your savior for the first round of your playoffs. White was having a tough time with the Bills last week before suffering his rib injury. It was a rib injury, Chris. I'm sorry, we're um, talking about Conklin quarter. or White? We're talking about Conklin, White, right? White. Oh, you're on to your quarterback. Yeah, like okay, I said. Cool. Um, much as, uh, But this is a much easier matchup for Mike White and the Jets. Um, as I said, they're playing the Lions this week. The Lions have a good run defense, as you've already talked about, Chris. And despite Jeff Okuda playing uh, much better at cornerback lately, the Giants. Uh, Jets. Wait, the, Giants? Uh, I said the Giants. Yeah. The Lions suck Lions. at all things related to, to defending the pass, whether it is defending the running backs, tight ends, yeah. wide receivers, yeah. anyone catching the ball, uh, offensive linemen that have been are eligible to receive a catch. They're bad at covering the ball flying through the air. Um, Chris, do you know, Chris, do you know who makes the ball fly through the air on a football team? A quarterback. And the quarterback for the, the playing against the Lions this week is Mike White. Um, and, I mean, it could be even Andy Dalton that I would recommend to play against the, the the Lions. And guess what, Chris? Mike White, greater than Andy Dalton. And so Mike White mm, equals smash start. Yeah. And he's available in, like, 10% of the NFL leagues and, like, 17 or 15% of uh, sleeper leagues. I was like, what the f- what? Meaning his roster right. percent is around 75-ish? 80-ish? No. 10 to 15% depending on your platform. Rostered. Is how rostered. Oh, well, you said it in kind of the wrong order. You said he's available in 10 to 15%. No, I said he was rostered in 10% in NFL and 15%. In, you just heard me I wrong. I got you. Uh, all right. On to my sleeper of the week, which is, hey, big surprise, Mike White. Um, I don't know. I hope I'm not echoing, echoing too many of the same comments, but White is averaging 51 pass attempts in his last, in his two starts, his only two starts. Uh, he gets the Lions. We already touched on how bad they are versus the pass. Uh, while the Jets are favored, it's only by one and a half points, and I expect some opportunity for garbage time with White and the Jets, making my White my sleeper playoffs uh, for uh, quarterback desperate teams. Uh, such as Lamar Jackson slash Tyler Huntley managers, and of course, Kyler Murray managers. So yeah, Mike White, my sleeper of the week. My apologies, folks. In the spirit of, you know, being communication is our best attribute here on the show, uh, we have a little bit of crossover there. But, you know, a little bit more crossover with Dulcich and uh, Mike White. I still like it. So you must have, what, another... You have a sleeper left, right? Mm-hmm. My sleeper is Matt Ryan. Dang. Versus the Minnesota Vikings. Matt They're Ryan has been terrible. Yeah. But this is a very good matchup for Matt Ryan. And uh, Chris, I kind of wish I was going to this game. It's up in Minnesota. So it's like a six-hour drive. By. Yeah. Close by for, you know, well, yeah. I mean, living not... in Iowa and going to see a professional football game. Um, anyway, so I, I was I was getting to why Matt Ryan is my sleeper. Um, all his wide receivers are healthy. I even considered making Jelani Woods, the Colts tight end, um, a, a tight end of mine. Daniil Hunter, the probably the Vikings' best pass rusher, is might miss another game this week. Uh, he missed last week. And in the last three games, uh, Matt Ryan has had... Um, his points per game have been poor, but he's played Philly, uh, Pittsburgh, and Dallas. And at least two out of those three are pretty darn good, if not great, defenses. And Pittsburgh's not too bad either. So entering stage left, the Vikings defense who are allowing the six most points to quarterbacks. So I like Matt Ryan as a sleeper this week. 
Nice. Anyway. Oh, I got a question for you. It is not um fantasy football related whatsoever. No, no, no. It's fantasy <laughs> okay, football related, okay, okay. but it's it, but it is not a, a lineup uh, question. Okay. How do you stand on this is a long contested thing and I it recently came up on Twitter earlier this week. How do you stand on people that are not in the playoffs in the sense that they're not playing for the championship playoffs? Where do you stand on them being able to Meaning they're out of the playoffs entirely. They're playing in the, the yeah. consolation bracket. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, they're. How, how do you? How, no, no. How do you feel about them making free agency acquisitions? I made one. Yeah, you play like you normally play. That's what I, I think. I mean, I think this. I think it's so weird that these people are like. I don't know. In they're like fan... they're like you're not, they're like you're not playing for anything other than like you should step out of the way and let the let the the playoff teams um, have a shot at the players first. I'm like no. It makes it too easy for the playoff teams in my. In well, my that and, and that and and I, and I think that your I um I think that your commissioner is doing your consolation bracket wrong. Like you should give them something to play for as well. Like in the oh, keeper for league, sure. yeah. Like in I'm the keeper league, yep. I was I, love I was always like, you get to choose where you draft from and picks one mm -hmm. through six. You know, mm -hmm. um, because not everyone wants to pick first. I don't like picking first. I kind of like the middle of the. I like kind of the middle round. That way, I'm not doing long stretches in between picks right um, right it kind of depends on the year too of like who's coming who's still available and blah 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 i was blah. just gonna say to give to give a little context uh in the league that i'm third to last in headed straight for the losers bracket i picked up a defense because i had to because i'd played seattle versus i don't know who last week it did not work out and they have a bad matchup tonight versus uh uh the niners so i picked up uh -huh. you know, the Vikings defense. I did not have the. It, it's thin on the waiver, so I didn't have the opportunity to pick up any uh, skill positions. Um, right. So I got ride with what I rode with. I already. But had I mean, like two quarterbacks. Yada yada. I just think it's. I just think it's weird, and I think it's actually. I feel like it's pretty childish that people are like, no, you shouldn't be able to. It's an actual option, I think, in Yahoo, where you can make it so that they can't after the fact. They can't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, like, doc, that's doc dumb. Play normal. Okay. Yeah, you just you just play till the end, man. Uh, you know, I I feel you know, we do that in Rocket League. We do. If I was playing pickup basketball, I do that pickup basketball. We're down seven. We're not gonna win, but put my best foot forward for both my sake and my teammates' sake. You know, that's just the way. It, and, and competition's sake. We have been amazing fantasy football. Uh, join us every Thursday night at eight p.m. Central Time for our favorite that's five tonight. starts of the week. Our favorite streamers at the hmm. tight end and sometimes quarterback position <laughs> and quarterback position and our sleepers of the week. Join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central for last minute up to the minute injury updates and news and lineup questions. Until then, I've been Chris. I've been a very increasingly tired Josh. Sorry about that. <laughs> Doc, I appreciate the participation and the viewership. Thanks You're the for best man. By. Good night, fellas. Thanks for the stream. You Good are night, the all. best man. Good evening. <laughs> I'm confused.